My name is HVM here in Munich, Germany, and you're listening to the decisive podcast Munich exclusive with your host and my dear friend Roberto Q. Ingram. Enjoy! Hello everyone, welcome to the decisive decisive munich exclusive that's wild it's been a it's been a long time since i had a munich exclusive i changed the the podcast series for purpose of trying to have more resident um, artists from munich and then today i have a very special friend that i've known for a while and forgot about him and i and i stumbled upon my friend hvm h-a-e-p-p-y <laughs> his name is happy happy how you doing welcome uh, thank you roberto thanks for the invitation i'm doing super well i'm so happy to be with you tonight that's amazing because we're going through some crazy times at the moment but that's good to hear someone say something positive of course you know i never asked you this before Tell me. happy where did this yeah. name come from Now that's not H A P P Y, but H A E P P Y. Why? Okay, okay. So uh, first, my my real name is uh, is uh, not to pronounce for everybody who is living in the north of the Alps. It's a deep, deep Croatian name because I have Croatian roots. Nice. I don't know what happened to my parents when they gave me this name. I love, because, <laughs> I love Croatia. Because they knew that I was. Uh, that I will be born in Germany and uh, <laughs> raised, be, be raised in Germany. So, uh, yeah, my real name is Hrvojem, which is... Now a say pretty, that again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One more time. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, honestly, honestly. Hrvojem. Oh, Hrvojem. Mm -hmm. yeah, you did great. And what does that mean? Uh, that means uh, like uh, the fighter or uh, the Croatian. It's it has a right. uh, uh, like uh, many types of meanings, but I'm not really sure. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, it was in uh, when I was 11. Mm -hmm. My best friend back then in uh, Mannheim. Mm -hmm. His name was Sebastian. Yeah, and everybody called him Zeppi, and because my name starts with an H, mm -hmm. we were Zeppi mm -hmm. and Happy. Mm -hmm. So. My name comes from my early young life mm -hmm. when I was 11 in the fifth class at post, yeah. Mm -hmm. how, how have you been lately? How's everything going? Everything Now? School? Yeah. Everything's yeah, everything's cool. I'm sitting at home, working a lot in my um, little studio and practicing a lot. What are you doing in your spare time? I mean, oh. we, have, we have a lot to spare. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of uh, I'm not working actually right now because they closed our restaurant as I'm working in a gastronomy as well. And um, I'm using that time uh, to get better in the studio, to produce a lot of music, to learn about uh, music, to play piano, to um, 
uh, learn uh, beat making mm -hmm. and working mm -hmm. on the scenes and uh, stuff. I want to get more into this um, into this uh, theory, yeah. Yeah. into the theory. Yeah. Yes, yes, and uh, I'm spending like every day at least five to eight hours. Wow. Yes, yes. I need I need some something uh, to work, you know, during the day. I don't want to lose the rhythm right now, to get lazy or something. You know, that's uh, not the point of this time. Now it's not a holiday. If you don't, if you don't mind, where were you? Where were you born and raised? I was born in uh, Mannheim, Mannheim in Seven. Uh, and I moved to the very south of Bavaria, to the mountains, countryside. Uh, it's called Algoy. It's a very beautiful area there in '95. Uh, mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I raised, uh, I raised there. What was it? What was it? What was the What was the lifestyle like for you growing up? It was. It was. Um, I was. Uh, I got in touch. With electronic music, for example, I got in touch in 91, 92. Yes, it was this early rave uh, revolution, this early uh, movement, you know. Um, I just got in touch with that and it didn't um, left me alone because uh, I was totally into ele electronic music. Started with uh, breakbeat and, uh, and so rave. Means, so that means it was not conservative, it was pretty... No, but or not, I was spraying, I was skating, doing oh, yeah? all this. Oh yeah, yeah spraying. Yes, yes. Spraying and just, skating. Yes, it was kind of what we did in Mannheim back then. You know, that was the hobbies of the of the little guys playing football for sure, playing basketball, doing sports. Um, it was it was a uh, quite uh, quite competitive as well. Yes, absolutely. It was a it was a full time yacht. It was it was cool. It's crazy because when you said skating in spring, when I moved from Cincinnati, Ohio, where I was born, and I moved to California, that's what happened: <laughs> skating, s skateboarding, yeah. spring, and surfing. Wow, <laughs> that's, was, was, <laughs> that's and cool. And I was from a really square. We have a lot in mid Midwest. <laughs> yeah, Midwest. Not so so getting into uh, so when you said that, I was just <laughs> and that opened my, my opened my eyes. Mannheim. Mm. Mannheim is also known for another huge electronic event, right? What is it? Uh, Time Warp. Time Warp. Yes. Yes. It, it is, for me, it is one of the absolute top techno electronic music uh, venues uh, because I'll tell me a better one. <laughs> tell mm. me something better. So it's hard to say. Well, there's, there's quite a few. Depends on where you act. Uh, um, but um, when did you start DJing anyway? When it was ninety, it was in ninety five. Yes, when I when I uh, moved to to south of Bavaria, so that was uh, at least a big opinion for me. Mm -hmm. um, playing in our how do you say internat? It's like a, in a dormitory. Was with my cooking school, and uh, they were looking for a DJ there for a college DJ, and I said, okay, it's me, no one else. It's I will do that. Yes, and that uh, was uh, my first uh, time. I had a mixer and two two CD players. <laughs> How did they accept you? Uh, very, very cool. Uh, it was uh, it was super nice. Uh, my first DJ job. It was in a small, small village of uh, Füssen. Uh, it was a club Füssen. called uh, the Sonne. It's like uh, English, the sun. Uh -huh. And it was in a hotel. But the, uh, like um, yeah, so mashup music and stuff, and I was started playing techno all the way there, and they threw me out after a year. 
<laughs> yeah, because man, you won't make a techno club of our old disco. This is impossible because the people were totally into it and they they wanted it, but uh, it wasn't it wasn't the taste of the of the guys who run this. It was a disco club kind of, and uh, they didn't want the techno techno club. Yes, there was a lot of older guys mm -hmm. from the same village, and wow. they wanted to hear rock music okay, right. and hip hop oh, and stuff. Oh, yeah, that was the reason why they didn't uh, want me to play anymore because I was playing like 90% only techno music and uh, electronic music in this mashup club, yeah. You were collecting music before DJing or? Uh, no, it was, um, I was listening to music. I, I, I bought my CDs always for sure, but it wasn't collecting music because I was a kid, you know, it was, I was 14, 13 and I started buying my records um, in a small shop down there in Füssen and uh, then came, uh, it was in 96, or, no, it was in 95, my first love parade. Mm -hmm. At some uh, ladies from Munich, mm -hmm. and I visited them, and I went to your former um, record store. It was the Container. Container Records, and then Parasound. Then Parasound, and then I got in touch with uh, Alex Kühl, with you, Max Cavalera, and uh, so <laughs> Max Cavalera. Wait, it was me, Max Cavalera. Uh, oh, uh, who was his partner with that was selling the Goa? Yaniv. Yaniv talk. Yeah. Ah, he was working there. Yeah, Yanif was helping with the uh, with the Goa. And they were <laughs> I'm still in touch with him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's uh, such a cool guy. Yeah, you're lovely. Yes. Back then, yeah, I was. Uh, that was my first record store in Munich, and that was a big new world for me, you know. Yeah, and um, yeah. find, How did you find Container? Oh, no, the ladies, uh, which I ma uh, made, uh, which I met uh, at the Love Parade okay. in the same year, they brought me there. I was, oh, yeah, okay. we had a date and uh, I was asking right. for a nice record store and it was in, well, we were in Schwabing at the Münchner Freiheit right. and okay, here around the corner, there is a uh, plenty of record stores and uh, you guys have been the first one. Ah, that's right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because there was Delirium and it was Delirium, record store, um, uh, a sound and there was one smaller one where they were selling like hip hop and oh I can remember okay. I... wow crazy uh huh yeah it was it was totally crazy mm -hmm. I started uh, calling you guys every weekend for uh, playing new records for me over the, over the phone. telephone mm -hmm. yes and uh, I said okay this one is nice I will take it I will take it and you send it to me to to my uh, address little bit in south of Bavaria yes that was so cool and I had always pressed up from Munich, you know, it was something wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super cool. Sure. I've been to Munich. I was going to the Parasound record store. Wow. And yeah. um, I understand that you are learning music theory at the moment, at the moment because of uh, you have so much really great time to do so. <laughs> Yes, of course. Uh, our, my, I'm not working uh, at the moment because uh, we're having this uh, Corona lockdown break, and uh, I'm using that time um, for getting better with uh, my piano skills, with uh, chords, mm -hmm. with beat making, with uh, all material. You know, to um, a hardworking uh, musician life right now. <laughs> did you Did you take any music 
classes earlier? Or were you influenced by your parents? It has is music always been in your family, or you just kind of gravitated? Not at all. Not at all. Wow. It was it completely out of out of nowhere. I wow. I just loved it. I starting uh, listen to to electronic to techno music uh, when I was like 13. Breakbeat techno rave. Uh, that was uh, Sven Fed, Carl Cox back then. Uh, Commander Tom and stuff. You know that was that was uh, totally. <laughs> what probably your most influential record that you bought from Parasound can you remember or from any record store what was from any given moment what was your most influential my most influential was um, I can remember the first record I bought the first one which uh, was in the bomb in the world of music world of music oh Yes. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. 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 Record. Yeah. It was. It was uh, one f uh, um, uh, from uh, Carl Cox. Yeah. Two paintings. And the second one uh, was Death Punk, Dub Funk. Oh, that's right. Dub Funk. Yeah. Oh, that was the the, uh, the first two records I bought. And uh, let me let me let me switch back to the Parasound time. Honestly, I don't remember, exactly. man. There was so many good records about there because at least I I found everything I was looking for. And, and what, was, and what genre? Mostly techno and how? Depends on time, you know. I, I, I uh, sometimes I was feeling it uh, with trancey records. Right. I was mm -hmm. buying mm -hmm. trancey yeah, records. Mm -hmm. I was feeling it with uh, techno records. I was buying only techno records I I and the same. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I was trying to find myself over years and years and years. Mm -hmm. So it was always uh, up to my uh, mood. Mm -hmm. Getting back to the theory. Um, so you learned piano privately on your own time. No class. Oh, my, wow. I'm doing. Um, uh, I'm doing some master classes. I'm doing oh, some wow. applications. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, spending a lot of money for that uh, stuff, but it's kind of works. You. you know. It's 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 very helpful for uh, doing the productions mm -hmm. uh, to know which chords you can play, to know which uh, which scales you play. You know that that's all uh, stuff which is so so helpful to to make at least something hearable. You know, it's I mean I'm totally at the beginning with my uh, production stuff, but I I see some progress, and that's uh, what I really really like right now. And uh, what I try to use as good as I can this mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. not able to work for this music theory, learning, practicing, uh, pro production, and piano and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you have a you have a good head start because you have a good feeling for it. Mm -hmm. um, um, I've heard you play a few times, and I heard a couple of compliments come come your ways um, stating that you are uh, uh, probably one of the better technicians when it comes to DJing you know George Bleicher <laughs> said this uh, yeah. in our last interview yeah. flattered yeah, I yeah, think yeah, flattered yeah. and, and <laughs> whenever you play you really uh, it doesn't matter if it was techno or uh, the hardest techno or the softest uh, or hypnotic most hypnotic genre you always um, had a kind of a finesse, some kind of a feeling and vibe that matches your name, H 
A-E-P-P-Y, <laughs> happy. And it, it, it always had this um, positive um, uh, kind of a, um, we always got a positive experience from your, from your playing. No matter how commercial it was or how underground it was, it was always right there with, with the, on a quality, quality level. So congratulations to you on that. What what master class can you recommend? What are you taking? Ooh. Okay, some advertising right now. Um, I'm working a lot with master classes of uh, production music life. Okay. Um, those guys are explaining the material really, really fluidly, and uh, it's it's up to your speed. You know, okay. you can uh, you have twenty uh, videos. Mm -hmm. You you. You, you produce the, 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 the tracks from the scratch and from the start to, to, to the finish and they show you how to master this stuff and they show you uh, all those all these little tiny tricks and uh, and um, and stuff you won't never or you need at least years to find this out by yourself uh, it's very helpful for me um, I cannot remember every trick and every uh, single mm -hmm. single yeah, for sure, but uh, it's coming, it's coming, it's learning by doing, you know, and it's um, it's getting better and better, and I, nice. I'm i working uh, to one point, uh, yeah, to try to get some tracks out of my box here, you know, out of studio to the world, and uh, to show the people uh, what, what is a Possibly. really hard mm -hmm. practice. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that because I think it's uh, a great inspiration um, to whoever's listening that um, have something else to do at home besides <laughs> worry about the, uh, you know, worry about when we're gonna get past all this mess. Um, mm. Because I also uh, since Corona, that's all I've done mm. is get. I said, wow, this is an amazing moment for me now because I can now dive into my gear, get my studio the way I want it get the podcast series and the decisive uh, brand uh do all the little things that i've been not been able to get to so i haven't been complaining and this is i've been locked i'm not forced to be locked down i was already locked down so so for me it's how you take advantage of the time and it seems like you are taking advantage of the time in a great way and that's to be creative and uh um and most creative should also um take the time to hone in their skills so commend you on that one um uh have you been questioning yourself whether or not you should be making music anymore or djing you you think we have a light a beacon at the end of the tunnel somewhere mm, no i never questioned myself you know i i was never thinking about uh uh stopping uh djing or something mm -hmm. it uh, I just want to, to expand, you know, okay. all the all this knowledge, all the skills. Mm -hmm. I want to end them. Uh, I honestly, I have the I I had the idea to to try starting a kind of a live act or more playing live, mm -hmm. uh, doing some mm -hmm. own tracks, performing performing the the own stuff, you know. And um, but it's all an idea. It's um, nothing uh, fixed you know it's um, I, I need a lot lot of practice uh, for mm -hmm. getting to the level mm -hmm. to perform in front of a crowd with uh, my own live setup and stuff uh, and uh, 
for sure I'm so happy when the clubs open again I was to yeah, to, to, at first of all, I'm, I, I'm happy for the clubs to open. If I play or not, uh, the people have to, to, to get themselves. out. Yeah, get out, yeah, get out yeah. of the home. Or, if, I, if, or, if I can remember correctly, before this pandemic, you were you were actually pretty vibrant in the scene. You were playing uh, quite a bit. Um, can you name yeah. a few of the places that were your residence or, or that you played most? Or, yeah. Where I where I played most, it was it was always um, there is a little club in uh, Zurich, for example. It's uh, called Space Monkey. Um, it was a really nice thing. Or it was in Berlin also the Kata Blau. Oh yeah, or the that's right, Kata Blau. Yeah, in Croatia, we have Croatia as well. I remember you. back in uh, from 2009 till 2015. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a big club called uh, Carpe Diem. Nice time there. It was I was there for seven years. Um, started as a bartender and then um, I decided okay, <laughs> be DJ again. You Little know. did they know they had a DJ at the bar. <laughs> I, <didn't know. laughs> I was I, I tried to to get out of Germany. You know I tried to get mm -hmm. out of my, my mm -hmm. life, oh, life. Mm -hmm. wanted to see uh, beaches and uh, to get out of myself. You know. To find myself uh, in a different way, and it was a it was a pretty cool time there. I had uh, it was a big school for me. It was uh, a nice one. I uh, got the chance to do some bookings, to do some own uh, parties there, and to work with my best friend Genji Yoshida. Um, we found each other down there, and we started playing for years uh, back to back since uh, 2011 or something. And we still do, not that often anymore, but uh, we still do um, booking here and there. And uh, where else? In Munich, uh, it was like uh, the Harry Klein. Harry it was, yes, it was uh, the the Thiel was one of my favorite uh, bookings I had. Um, or and, was, and what was so special about Bandata Thiel for you? Bandata Thiel, for you, yeah, special from everything is special with Bandata Thiel because um, those guys who are running it uh, it's one guy it's Daniel Hahn with his team and uh, uh, it's it's uh, really off the mark you know these guys are doing uh, culture okay they, uh, understand it's a cultural place mm -hmm. it's not only a club it's 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 uh, art yeah art and outdoors and beautiful out ideas it's it's outdoor it's it's indoor it's with these containers. It's totally insane what uh, these guys are doing, uh, and I'm a big, big fan of it. It's one of my absolute favorite places um, in Munich. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you are. I noticed a lot of posts that you've mm -hmm. done with a lot of great-looking dishes and from food, <laughs> and and uh, I was. I said uh, when I cook. I cook quite good too, but mine is like a putting together uh, a, a guy's just going, okay, I cut this slop, just slop, 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 <laughs> and it tastes good. But you have everything in the right place on the right side of the plate. <laughs> you have everything looking like a movie, like a, a perfect picture. Yeah, <laughs> perfect picture. So you're obviously in the field of gastronomy. And um, mm -hmm. when did you start and why? Um, it started. Uh, I mean, my parents had a restaurant oh, okay. in uh, close to Mannheim, in Mannheim, 
back then and uh, we moved to to the south of Bavaria because we took over a little Gasthof slash hotel in in a small village yeah. and uh, I always wanted uh, to be a cook you know I was I was uh, cooking was always like a passion for me and I started uh, cooking back then I'm going to, to the cooking school and uh, okay. finished my uh, how do you say that I was yeah yeah the cooking school and since then I was always working in the gastronomy uh, as a waiter, bartender, barista, cook, and stuff, and so on wow. and so on. It was like a passion, you know. It's my, it's my job, my my lifetime job, mm-hmm. and uh, it's fifty percent of my being. You know, it's music and it's uh, the gastronomy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I missed. I'm sorry, I missed coming to the bar. Uh, but I, I'm sure, at some point, um, I will get an invitation to, to taste some of your <laughs> your meals. But they look. They, what's your? So I invite my to my home. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? Your favorite all-time dish to make. Your favorite. My fa- all-time dish to make that your friend, is that would you that you made and your friends and people just went. What is this? What did you do? What is that? What dish um, is some people say it was my lasagna, lasagna. but uh, uh, my, the sister of my girlfriend uh, is going to uh, slap me now because she's also doing a really really good lasagna. Okay. Um, and uh, I love to, uh, doing case spats and I love doing steaks. I love cooking over uh, the open fire, okay, you right. know, and and stuff. It's 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 the process of, of doing a meal which makes it much better, you know. If you love the process to doing a great mm-hmm. steak, mm-hmm. steak will be perfect afterwards. And uh, it's not about only put it on the pan. It's about mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to uh, season it uh, right mm-hmm. and. Uh, deep cooking shit right now mm-hmm. but in the end I, I really really uh, love cooking and it's a big passion of myself and I yeah, so here and there I post some videos of my meals mm-hmm. my my favorite most prevalent all time uh, food dish is soul food <laughs> soul, soul food, food yeah <laughs> black eyed peas cornbread uh, 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 greens, a uh, collard greens, uh, mm. sweet potato pie. Uh, yeah. What else? Uh, big, huge turkey. Okay. Uh, most of the time, when I made oh. this dish, everyone. But it takes me two days. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Most of the time, when I make this dish, my friends just go. They just go mad, and they ask me every year. Uh, it's normally doing Christmas time. Uh, when am I going to make this dish again? And mm-hmm. uh, but I that's about it. That's about it with me. So <laughs> I'm looking forward uh, to taking some lessons from you. <laughs> oh yeah, we can we can uh, do something. Of course, I'm I'm really really hard to beat in uh, making pasta or risottos. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In that yes, I love that. My favorite noodles uh, are my absolute favorite uh, foods. I'm sorry for that. What was the business that you worked for that was affected? You were working I, regularly. I work as a bartender and um, a service guy in a bar named Herzog. It's in the center of uh, Munich. Yes, it's a cocktail bar and restaurant. Uh, really well run by uh, some friends, and um, it's a it's a super safe place uh, to work, and it's a big fun and okay. uh, always a good crowd. And um, for me, a safe job. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Who, yes, and this is also very important, especially in these times uh, where we're locked down uh, to not lose his his job mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, the guys are taking care of us and uh, they're really good. And it, uh, it's a big fun working there. I have a really, really nice team there. Um, we know each other for a long time. I'm there since almost five years now. And uh, it was always... Um, not a Michelin star or something like this. Something really relaxed and not a... Oh yeah, it's 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 uh, it's pretty crowded. It's not always relaxed, you know. It's relaxed maybe from uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, but um, if you come at weekends, uh, it's um, it's a big rumba samba. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a hot uh, tango dance uh -huh. over there. <laughs> and and at the moment. Do, do you are you in touch with them? Are they really sad? About I, uh, I mean, okay, this is the second lock. I we lost already two and a half months in the beginning of uh, 2020. Um, I was I was always taking it uh, positive. Mm. Um, we were always in contact. Uh, we we all took this time uh, to make it to to do. To, to get over it as good as we can, you know. Uh, it was uh, coming down, uh, pressing the reset button. Uh, it was we we were out of this of this daily stress of this um, uh, every day the same stories, and uh, it was it was we were over it a little bit, and it was was coming uh, us down in the first lockdown. In uh, uh, it was like two and a half months then. And uh, now the second one, it's for one month. Uh, for my opinion, it's... Unnecessary? A bit senseless, okay, yeah. it's unnecessary. A bit you know, it's... Uh, I mean, you have billions of people working outside. It's, uh, you have millions of people in the, in the subway and stuff. And um, I mean, the gastronomy, they're spending so much money to make a perfect uh, uh, content for, for hygiene and, and, and stuff. Oh, that's why I'm asking myself uh, why. Uh, but um, we, I, I cannot change it by myself, and no friends can change change it. So make the best of it, you know, and um, make the best of your time. Uh, positive things out of that. Uh, rest a little bit. Uh, take the break, and then yeah, take a break, and then uh, hopefully we can work. Uh, go on with working in December with full energy. So working from home is essential, right? Mm -hmm. And are you still communicating with the team on how to move forward when the change happens? Of course, we were, I mean, two of our guys were uh, just uh, heading down to Portugal to, to chill, to come down there. Okay. And uh, other guys are just relaxing with, with the girlfriends. I mean, everybody has something to do with not really boring for most of us because we have um, I mean we see so many people every single day at work mm -hmm. while we're mm -hmm. you know for it, it's it's not the biggest problem for us to to, to calm down for a couple of weeks mm -hmm. you know that's true it's that's true it's that's true point if, yes refresh if work in a, in, a, in an office or somewhere where you have like limited people uh, seeing a uh, you you want to meet people at night right that's an opposite uh that's true story yeah it's an opposite story we are happy for having not happy but uh we're okay with yeah. uh break but uh my girlfriend for example 
she's totally uh, upset right now because she wants to meet her friends and she wants to get uh, to go out on weekends and stuff. I understand her because it's total, totally opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess that's what we miss. This being loose, wild and free and, and being excited for the weekend. Work hard during the weekend and then, yeah. you know, break out towards the weekend. And that's all. Yeah. That's yes. all uh, come to a halt for a moment. Uh, yeah, I, I consider it also, like you said, a refresh because <laughs> I had some really good party days. <laughs> I can for weeks of uh, not working. I mean, working in a different way right now. You said it, working in a different way. Yes. Um, uh, things will change when the doors are open anyway there will still be a uh, there will be a different way of working again it will, mm -hmm. it will be, yeah yeah and we, it's it, it's everything is like like cut it in half yeah. yes it's like half speed working yeah. but it's okay i'm i'm happy with that too it's i mean half speed working is better than uh no working yeah, you know that, yeah that's true and, or overworking uh, or just hustle uh, just constantly going crazy let's get back to the music you're making the podcast for us um so i have to ask the question what type of music have you been buying lately since the shutdown what since the shutdown? yeah uh, well since I, we've since we've gone through these trying times shall i say yeah it, it's um it's kind of a uh homage to these uh old times of uh my first experiences with electronic music uh, it's mm. more the breakbeat stuff and uh, the trancy things okay. and uh, that that's what I also put it in uh, into my mix okay. um, and um, I start uh, I, 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 I catch myself when I start a track producing a track here at home it all I always end up in kind of a piano breakbeat stuff and uh, electro mm. or something so you go uh, because with it, yeah. so you go with it Fills me up, you know. It's okay. it it sucks some emotions out of me, you know, okay. and it's it's so, totally cool. I like it. I simply like it. Okay. And uh, as I said, the the mix is kind of a homage to this uh, time in the middle of the 90s uh, with uh, happy sounds, with melancholic uh, melodies, with this groovy breakbeats. Not that fast, but uh, um, uh, adjusted to the to the actual uh, to to the to this time right now. If, if there if there was one if there was one track on the mix that you bought would be your favorite one on the mix what what would that be ah it is uh since a couple of years i'm i'm a really big fan of bicep uh, you know it's uh, yes yes and there's uh, one track on on the mix it's uh, called atlas and uh, i love i simply love what those guys are doing uh, since uh, a couple of years right now because they're always making me happy with their music and the productions and they just catching me always with almost every single track and uh, so that's why I would say the um, track is Bicep Atlas yeah I'm interested interested to hear what your version of trance is because there's a fine line between trance hypnotic and then there's some really trance that I just can't Fancy <laughs> elements. Okay, it's ah. uh, that's what I like since my since my early early years. Uh, it's no, it's not trance. Mm -hmm. It's a hypno mm -hmm. hypnotic, electronica, mm -hmm. trancey influenced breakbeat tracks. Mm -hmm. 
yet. That's what I put it in. Awesome. in, in, in Looking the, forward. Mm, I had a bit of fun while mixing it, really. I had a bit of fun, yeah. It was a nice room. Sorry, again? Was it challenging? Uh, yeah, I started at least like 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking God. <laughs> I was going crazy, man. I was going crazy. I was like, uh, I had already like 25 minutes uh, mixed down and then I chose the wrong track and I said, okay, no, fuck it. I, I, I want, I, I started again. And uh, the final, um, the final um, try was, was uh, exactly as I wanted it. Because I didn't plan the tracks before, it's I just got it out and uh, go go. Uh, we're going uh, with a with a with a vibe, with a groove. It was super 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 nice I'm and so, very. I'm so glad bad. to hear because I asked I asked Danny, and I asked uh, Wallum to be on the program mm -hmm. too, and they both yeah. said it's too hard. I can't do mixes. I'm not good at it. Um, um, and Stanley said, you know how long it takes me to do a mix that I like? It takes me a week to select the tracks and do this and, and how, I, how I want it to sound because it's, uh, uh, it's, it's so important that the people will listen to it and have a perfect journey. So it's, and they, and I'm, I'm but they're right. I was compiling uh, this mix uh, also like at least eight days or something. I was there and I was I was uh, listening to tracks, listening what is fitting, uh, what what what, uh, what what do I want to put inside, you know what uh, I need to catch this vibe I, exactly what I want. Lord and a couple of days to to, to compile uh, such a, such a mix, of course. Okay, I'm a little bit. I guess I'm a little bit hard on myself then because I'm thinking it's taking too much. I know. <laughs> you can for sure. I can I can start my recorder. I I start. It's it, it's also it's going That's to be good. a big fun for sure. But uh, if you, I mean, if you invite me, I want to express myself in a in a in a really special way. And uh, you're perfectionist. You you're perfectionist, and you want it to be right. You know what? You know what? You know what? What it, it should people should experience, and how great it is when they feel just the right elements working and happening at the right time. So yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, some people tell me, ah, you need to re relax and chill out. And I'm just a bit critical on myself, so most of the time. So that's, yeah. We all are. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, um, but what do you do on your on a time like this when, the, when you have no music? What kind of entertainment that you enjoy? Films, uh, games, uh, swimming, whatever. Is there anything special that you uh, enjoy? Swimming is actually a little bit hard because it's bit cold outside and the swimming halls they're closed actually but I, I i'm spending a lot of time with my with my girlfriend okay. we have a lot of time right now um and i'm uh, cooking a lot for her and for me uh, for sure too and uh, we are going for uh, long walks through woods okay. we're talking to each other uh, uh, a lot and um i'm I'm just uh, watching a lot of movies, uh, series. Uh, I'm playing like uh, 2K. It's one of my favorite games, basketball, okay. PlayStation. I, I have a lot of things to okay. do. You know, uh, in general, I'm, um, I'm, uh, I love the walks okay. through uh, in the nature, in the mountains, or whatever. You know, I, I don't care if it's sunny or if it's uh, like uh, cloudy. I, I love the nature. 
however however it is mm -hmm. so so people you can find a way to make things happen all you have to do is be creative so you don't drive yourself insane and mm -hmm. uh, happy just named off a few <laughs> ways to entertain yourself so of course yeah. you always have something to do never be bored never sit at home just just try to try to find something which is thrilling you anyhow i don't know never never put your head in the sand how the germans mm -hmm. you know and uh just take the best out of this of this uh creepy time right now do you think you think people are actually taking more time to study and listen really listen to music nowadays rather than to stick and move or kind of just uh i'm not going to listen to this because it's not um it's not played by a, a certain DJ or on a radio station or whatever. You think people are, are more open-minded now for listening for new music? Yes, you said, you said it. You said it absolutely right. Um, because I have, I really have the feeling. You know, the people had uh, always the choice before to go to this club, to this club, to this club. They had the choice to listen to this stream, this stream, this stream. But now they're, um, it's it's all kind of a little more familiar okay. and. Um, Start listening uh, to. I, I cannot speak for other people right. for sure. Not. I have the feeling right. that um, it's kind of uh, resetted everything. It's kind of uh, there is a big reset button, mm -hmm. and uh, every uh, a lot of people uh, find themselves uh, uh, trying to find themselves in a musical way, in a in a in a job way, in a hobby way, or whatever, and uh, to express themselves uh, with a different uh, music style. They might didn't play mm -hmm. before uh, and um, and so I have the feeling that everything is getting um, more exclusive okay oh more exclusive it, it's it's uh, the people start listening more to several kinds of music types of uh, genres and uh, of guys which they might Not didn't press or you know so this is I, I think this uh, I was getting to is that I think it's a great thing because now musicians DJs producers um, editors um, uh, um, uh, engineers are working in another way and mm -hmm. they're able to also um, gravitate to the people that enjoy their music rather than through uh, uh, intermediate source so they can go directly to the people so you can get your music out to people um, personally and spend more time um, um, connecting that way do you think the streaming for the DJs is a great platform you think it's helped support at least it, the downtime for what we're doing it's I think I think it's a really really important thing you know it's a very important thing uh, especially if you if you're a club and you're doing some live streams with your resident DJs or something it is important to do that and uh, we have to support it from 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 our homes because we don't want to lose those guys we don't want to lose the clubs we don't want to, to let them let them down you know because they're all they're, <coughs> I'm sorry <coughs> <coughs> they're open for us every single weekend they're open for us every Thursday Friday Saturday always there for us they never let us down and now it's really important to uh, to don't let the clubs down you know and it's really important to for the DJs as well to to stay in um, in touch with it with the people 
I, I agree. So, I, I don't know how it's happened with me, but I kind of, this was a natural gravitation for Decisive. When we started off doing the podcast and then mm-hmm. the, from the radio to the streaming part, then that was a, uh, uh, the next step for me because I'm always trying to find um, um, a way of um, presenting to music and the artists. Um, I found that um, the, to do the streaming was very challenging <laughs> and exciting mm-hmm. because you have to get into the video and the editing mm-hmm. and the sound and the right camera, the right equipment, the right and that kind of again opened another corridor mm-hmm. and yeah. I basically love music. I love the DJ and yes. I was starting mm-hmm. off as a dancer. I gravitated to these different levels and they all were somehow connected to music. So for me it was a natural transition and I didn't really realize how important it was until now it, it now is just a way of life that we have to adapt to most artists and most DJs we're all becoming more than what we thought we were through music some people say um, that um, uh, uh, some people are not as uh, smart as we are from where the music come from because all they care about is going to the club partying and hearing and they're mm-hmm. not really, really following and the artist and really giving them their full support unless, yeah, unless you're giving them a great experience and a, and a good connection. So, um, mm-hmm. I think this is really beneficial. Uh, although I think there's so many streams and there's so many fakers and there's so many, there's so much crap out there uh, when it comes to the that I learned basically how to you know just kind of ignore those. I mean. Freedom of expression is fine, but <laughs> I think it's also uh, um, a purpose. DJing is not easy, and some people make it seem like just because you have a sync button that you're a DJ, uh, mm. and that's that's been kind of a scary situation for me because it's like so some people it's like a game, and for some mm. people it's a way of life. Yeah, there's a difference. There's a big difference, of course. I mean, every the technique uh, makes it possible to to for everybody to to do that. It's not a problem. Everybody can do whatever he wants. So, um, as you said, also uh, the sync button is nothing bad. Uh, you use it. I use it sometimes um, to to open uh, other doors to do some different uh, other skills uh, to do more. I mean, uh, this is not a problem. Um, for sure, also with the with the online streams, there are so many guys. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of an overdose as right, well. There you go. It's overdose. It's, it's overdosed also. I mean, they're popping uh, popping up uh, like ten different uh, streams every Saturday at eight. You know, I, I see them on on Facebook and at least okay, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But so, but it's it's. A, alternate way for listening to radio you know i mean That's you have so many stations uh, in munich for example you cannot listen to because everything is exactly the same shitty music the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again it's always the same and there are maybe one or two uh, radio stations you can listen to and if you catch uh, yourself uh, when i'm sitting in the car i'm uh, i'm switching uh, on my my spotify and listening to my own playlist listening to different podcasts listening to different soundcloud mixes it's way better than listening to radio 
you know and that's why uh, it's so important uh, that uh, that there are streaming platforms doing uh, also podcasts not only mixes also podcasts and uh, talking about music speaking about music it's really really important right now to speak about everything you know and now you have the listeners also because the people have time to listen well i sure hope that people listen to us and our conversation um, mm. and what we talked about through this whole her whole thing has something to do with life and music and just you as a person and how you mm. think how you tick what makes you what drives you doing hard times like this i've been through so many down times like this as a dj it's it's just absolutely for me it's just always um it always pushes me to 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 be more creative and go think outside the box and just keep it moving uh although you have to have a few th you have to master a few things now <laughs> you have to master more than just, <laughs> just teaching so you have to be a presenter you have to be an organizer you have to be you know you just have to be you have to be the best you can be just be your personal mm -hmm. best as an entertainer because um uh, i think uh, this is a that would be a good way to um share your life with other people that share the same kind of things that you go through so you know are similar shall i say let's talk about the recording today um tell us mm -hmm. about your thoughts in the music selection and um were there anything in particular a certain vibe you were trying to project uh from my mix yeah, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yes so, so um as i said before it's uh it's uh homage um to these old breakbeat times which i um which I had in the early 90s. Um, I'm so happy that a lot of actual producers and uh, music acts are starting uh, to uh, produce like this old school breakbeat stuff, you know? It's, it's, okay. it's so cool. found so many wonderful tracks uh, and I wanted to catch this vibe and I combined them and uh, tried to make the best uh, I can. Okay, and, you, <laughs> so and, you, and the gear you used this time? CD. It was it was two CD uh, CDJs uh, which were let me see uh, the CDJs XDJ seven hundred and oh, the mixer but, yes it's the small ones they're super super nice and tiny and uh, the DJM seven fifty MK two mm -hmm. yes um, and um, yeah that was so it took you a long time so people you know <laughs> that you're gonna get something good. Uh, he spent a lot, a lot of yeah, a lot of precious time to give you a, a really good program, and I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. You have great taste. I'm so happy to have you on the on the decisive uh, Munich exclusive. Happy. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me something. What does X? What does NXTOU mean? What is this? Uh, NXTOU is uh, the booking agency which I'm signed. Uh, it's in based in Berlin and mm. in Landshut with uh, Stefan Biniak and Stefan Mannhardt. Ah. Uh, Yes, it's a booking agency and uh, we have uh, really, really nice artists like Stefan Biniak, Julian Wassermann, uh, Nusha, um, Florian Kruse and uh, Genji Yoshida, okay. my uh -huh. best, and uh, so on and so on. Uh, it's, a, it's a really nice family. I'm there since almost three years now. And um, yeah, we had here and there we have some big gatherings together in berlin or wherever in zurich or wherever and uh, having a great time together supporting each other uh, supporting the mixes uh, sharing the stuff uh, from the other and 
it's a really really nice family very friendly guys and uh, they have the heart on the right place mm, you know okay. cool yes shout out to my <laughs> brothers well my friend thanks a lot again and cool. we, we're gonna take the time to listen to your um your podcast Munich for the decisive Munich exclusive mm-hmm. um, much love to you and thanks a million for your time thanks again love back to you and I just want to remind everybody don't forget that uh, if you don't want to hear the interview and you want to hear his mix in its entirety without any interruptions uh, you can go to our SoundCloud page and uh, I will post it in a few days but I want you to listen to him and what he has to say and then I'll give that a few days to let that soak in and then we'll move the podcast to uh, SoundCloud thanks again Happy talk to you soon you're all welcome thank you too